Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled to get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. They've got all the audiobooks, even the alien ones. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Jumbled, your favorite podcast about nothing. I'm Zach. And I'm Johnny. And uh, as we said on last week's episode, we sort of drummed it up a little bit at the end. Today, as you can see, is our next installment of the Conspiracy uh, series. And, of course, uh, to talk about more alien stuff and UFOs and all that stuff, we got Jared. Jared, how you doing, bud? I'm doing great, man. It's good to be back. It's good to have you back. It's been a little while, a little bit of a hiatus on our conspiracy series, so... we got to let him digest, right? Yeah, well, especially with all the information. I'm sure people have... uh, They they get a lot of plays. Our conspiracy series gets a lot of plays, um, and I think it's because people are like, oh, there's so much information. i got to listen back through it and, you know, try to figure out what is happening. Yeah, it's a hot topic right now too. It was especially with like the the XVIM stuff going on and the the whole QAnon thing going on. There's a lot of people that are interested in this stuff right now. It's no longer like fringed. It's becoming more mainstream it seems. Yeah, and well, I I think at this point if you're if you just don't believe that there is life elsewhere, you're just sort of I think a little dense. Yeah, you're being a or, little ignorant. <laughs> yeah, so um, I was trying to figure out where we left off, and I know we were talking about um, Unacknowledged on Netflix, by the way, listeners, if you have not yet uh, listened to that, you might as well just pause the the podcast right here and come back to it after you've watched, um, just so you can sort of follow along with us. I think we only got through Act 1 last time. Yeah, Act 1 or 2, because this is, this is the fourth episode, right, of the Conspiracy uh, series? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think we... Yeah, well, but yeah, so we... The last time we recorded, it was like a whole hour and 45 minutes that we recorded, and I mm-hmm. split it into two, so it... But it's our... It's technically the third recording. Yeah. And I was only around for the last recording. So... And I'm trying to remember exactly where we left off. Um, so we might... We might cover some stuff that we talked about last time i can't really recall i think that's okay i think we were just about to touch into the petrodollar and the banking and why they want to keep the technology hidden if i remember right i might be wrong but Mm. i think it was like what's the why do they not want to share this what's the impact that it would have and how's this whole system work and all that yeah well let's just jump right into that why do you why why do you think that i mean is it a monetary thing? Is it to have a competitive edge in war? Like, what do you think? It's, uh, so when people see a UFO and if you were to just look at one and then start asking some questions after the shock wore off, you'd be like, well, A, where's the fumes? Why do I hear no motor? And like, how, how is it doing what it's doing? So it doesn't use fossil fuels and it, right. and it, and it can turn on a dime going, you know, speeds that would just break your neck or at least 
it would turn you into a bug on a windshield if you turned going the speeds that these things have been seen going at. Right. So what he kind of explains and what a lot of people have touched on is with the way our, you know, whole world works is it everything's run off gas like gas right all our cars mm-hmm. run off gas all of our houses and everything run off either coal or nuclear or hydro or solar there's always there's you know but there's multiple ways that we get our energy but either way it all always requires a burning fuel it always requires something that's consumption which creates jobs to extract it and then these oil barons basically they, ha- they own the whole market because they have the thing you need to get from A to B, which is gas, fuel, so on and so forth. And then the other part of it, because you got to imagine, if you took that away, think how many billions of dollars you take away. Because these, these UFOs, yeah. yeah, they run off like zero-point energy devices or they run off some kind of method that is much, much, much more efficient than ours. Sure. Like way, way beyond what we have. We would... You know, people would be able to live freely. You could take one of these devices, head out into the woods, and you could literally power your own little mini town or city or whatever you wanted to do. Or even your neighborhood, whatever. You wouldn't have to pay for electricity again. So that's a huge impact on things. Wouldn't that just mean you'd spend more money on other things? Because I know if I didn't have to pay my, like, utilities for my house, I'd probably be buying more cars. That would be good for the economy, though. Yeah, that's what I mean. So the people, it's like they're worried about giving up money invested in current fuels. It's more control, right? Well, it's that... more more control than like the actual money. Because like, as long as money is the thing that you need to live, like you're always going to have control if you're the one that holds the most of it or if you supply something that they need. And that's where like the banking ties into this too. Because it currently, as it stands, the banking, you know, the dollar floats off nothing. Um, Mm -hmm. And whoever prints money owns the world when money runs the world. And that's the bank. Yeah. And that's my, I guess that's my perspective is that it's more of a, more of a control thing, I guess, like you said, about keeping people, I want to say, oppressed um, in, in ways. I mean, obviously, in some ways... Like all of, the say, three of us are not really oppressed, but in this, no. in this angle or this, this lens of, you know, we are, because what do we do? We, we, all three of us get up every day and we go to work and we work really hard and then we, you know, pay our bills. And so if, if you had unlimited power or energy or resources, we would be able to spend more time not worrying about, you know, working day in, day out to pay bills and then. It would just it would free up time for us to organize or I don't know um, see other other things that are taking place in a world that maybe we're we're too distracted by. I guess that's what I how I could see this rolling yeah, out. So is, it's a big distraction. They could bring in uh, yeah. a balance too that would you just wouldn't even be able to comprehend. Like they imagine, I don't think people would stop working. I actually think people would be more prone to work because you wouldn't be pigeonholed into what you had to do. You'd have more freedom to go and try different things and to participate in different things. And you'd also have more freedom to create balance in your life where you can still go and travel, see the world. And hell, if you've got that technology, you don't even have to just see this world. You could fucking take a trip to Mars for the weekend. Like that's how these craft apparently are. They're extremely fast, very efficient. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm, but I mean, they're keeping us in the dark for something. So that's, I mean, but that's, 
I think you're right. It all sort of boils down to, you know, the money and where the money is and, and what, uh, what a future would look like if everybody knew, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. It would give you so much freedom. Not to mention that this technology also ties into like medical too. You got to look at big pharma, like big pharma, like even just cancer is a multi-billion dollar industry. And then you've got right. things like painkillers, you've got different surgeries, you've got a whole bunch of other diseases. Like they make so much money off these things. If you, mm-hmm. if they disclose the the technology that they have of what it could potentially and what these insiders have said it can do, you'd eradicate all of that. No cancer, no this, no genetic defects, no um, hereditary disorders. Everyone would be healthy, long living, and they'd not have to really worry about especially in the United States like the burden of medical bills and the uh how like just emotionally taxing that is if anyone's ever had anyone that's had cancer that's been around someone who has cancer like you know like, that's one of the hardest things you have to ever have to watch someone go through right so you'd eliminate that completely out of the world with this and again they Are- don't want that cuz they make so much money off it and it keeps the population in control but aren't we sort of on the precipice of, you know, uh, what do they call them? Designer babies and stuff like that. And, and, in messing around with our genetics yeah, through already. CRISPR. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and sort of taking those defects that you're talking about out of our, uh, genome, you know, already. So I don't know. And I'm, I'm curious, um, what that what the medical aspect that we could gain would it just be a better understanding or like a um i mean if you're talking about removing genetic defects and whatnot if we're already doing that then what advantage would we get from using technology from from another race or alien life it's just much more advanced like the what they're doing right now with crispr is they're looking at how they can use it to modify like kind of what you said, they can use, they've been you trying to use it to cure cancer, to cure AIDS. They've been testing it, but it's so new. Like it's it's mm-hmm. only I think been out for I don't know six seven years, and okay. before they can actually use anything on people, it has to go through a lot of testing, and then it has to pass and get approved. And the people that hold the gate to that are you know guess who? Big Pharma. There's a lot yeah. of influence on that. So they and even though CRISPR is so efficient and so much cheaper than any method that they have now, and it has so much potential, it's kind of one of those things where I it's going to be curious to see how this unravels because I feel like they're going to sandbag the shit out of it and not let it reach the full potential it could. And we found that by accident. Like they found that in a bacteria, a really old bacteria that used it to if it survived an attack by a virus, it would use that CRISPR would save a piece of that virus's DNA and it would use it to fight that off by going through its DNA and cutting out the infection or cutting out whatever disability or whatever it needed to remove. And then they found they could use it on pretty much anything else. So that's how Hmm. we found that by like almost an accident or coincidence. It's nothing we made. It was something that nature made. So it's interesting, but the the technology that they have apparently is just much more advanced. Like it's just, instant like, like you can advanced replace healing and stuff yeah yeah like you can replace limbs you can almost even rebuild the entire body and put the put the soul or the pilot back in there and if you wanted to okay. like it's it's just way more advanced hmm. okay 
Yeah. I could I could get with that. Um you know, because uh who we I mean we're we're in a progressing world where time time is money, you know. So if if you could, you know, if I go out tomorrow and I break my arm and my job requires me to use my arm, well, now I'm out of money, you know what I'm saying? So or I'm out I'm I that potential for income is affected because of my injury. So mm-hmm you know, having something that would heal quicker or something would definitely, and that would probably feed into what you're saying, uh, you know, refocusing people on work and whatnot. It could definitely help out. Oh, big time. Yeah. It would, it would just change our lives in ways that I don't think right now we could even really comprehend. Like we could imagine it, but I don't Mm -hmm. I think to live. It would be a totally amazing thing. And hopefully sure, we do it, in our lifetime, but we'll see. Yeah, it's it it's like it's like uh when uh Ford created <laughs> the Model T or whatever, you know, he didn't he couldn't have envis- envisioned that Elon Musk, this dude named Elon Musk, was gonna come around and be pumping out electric cars, you know what I'm saying? That it's just like I feel like that's sort of the same level that we're dealing with. So we can sort of imagine the concept of it, but you won't actually know what it feels like until it gets there yeah exactly and then some of the like some of the contactees have talked about this before where they've been told by the beings that they're talking to like they they talk about freedom and stuff and the beings straight up just looked at them and said to them you have no idea what true freedom is you have no comprehension of it like that's how Mm. far that's how much we're indoctrinated in their perspective to the way we live and like how oblivious we are to how it actually all is because we're just like us oh, normal it's life like what do you mean like i, I got yeah. i got it pretty good i got a house i got this i got that you know, i can't complain and they're just like no 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 you don't get it you're you're totally missing it you have no idea what it actually is so do um do the alien life forms, do we think they have any kind of govern, like government themselves, or they all just sort of hang out and just sort of live by a social code? Or, uh, from what the different um, ones have said, it's they're all a little bit different, but most of them kind of was like they all a lot of it's in their culture, right? Like their culture, mm-hmm. the way they're brought up. And the way they're raised, they all are educated in, in everything because they have such long lives that they spend a very, very long time learning and they then they're not forced into anything. They do everything at their own pace and everything is meant to be encouraged very positively and, and, mm-hmm. and in a very fluidic manner. Um, okay. And they're meant to also explore like all avenues. They're like encouraged to really be curious and follow that curiosity whichever way it goes because they know in the end if you follow that curiosity it's going to lead you to a place that's good and that's what they want and then as for governing they just kind of explain the philosophy behind why you do things the way you do it and mm-hmm. that's kind of how they go about it from what i know is they just their whole culture is set up in this way and they do have people in positions of power and stuff like that as far as i know but it's more like they take turns in that position. It's like considered a, a responsibility to the community that if you're you know, suitable for the position, you should apply for it and you should do it. And that that's a great service to others that you can do. So that's kind of how, but they also don't need to worry about 
food. They don't need to worry about electricity. They don't need to worry about shelter. Like they have all those or education. All those things are given to them from the time they're born and, and gotcha. available to them. And, and I would assume that would be most uh, most the reason why crime happens is because of a need or a desire for something that you don't have. Right. So exactly. like if you're you don't have money, you know, you're going to steal whatever you need to get. You yeah. know, you don't. Uh, so and again, like even to expand on that one more, like the prison system is another system that a lot of it is privatized and they make money off of people going to prison. Right. Which is, you know, a sick practice. and Well, that's America for you in a nutshell. No offense, Zach. It's, it, it's what it is at this point. You guys point, love, ca- like, capitalization or, like, the, I don't know, on anything. Health, the prison yeah. system. Oh, yeah. Next anything it'll be to breathe money. clean air. It'll be like, you guys got to pay for that clean air. Water. Yeah, it's, it's going to be like... Water. It's gonna be like, uh, oh, what was the uh, that Dr. Seuss book? Um, the he speaks for the trees. I'm trying to remember what the name. The orange dude, Danny DeVito, played his voice in the animated one, but uh, oh, I, know I can't remember his about. name right now. But but that was the whole point of that that movie was like they brought in bottled air because they fucked up everything, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, speaking of Henry Ford, when you brought him up, there's one quote that he made that I wanted to kind of pull up. So he said, it is well that people of the nation do not understand our banking and monetary system for if they did, I believe there would be a revolution before tomorrow morning. That was by Mm. Henry Ford. So like we're, we're all getting swindled basically is what he's saying. Oh yeah. Hard dick in the ass. (laughs) Big time (laughs) (laughs) for decades. Uh, I laugh, but I cry, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, the best thing that can happen out of this information is that everyone becomes aware of it and eventually is just like, you know, we have strength in numbers, so fuck you or not. Right. We want change. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Just it's laugh. just, there's no there's no good reason why at this point, because you got to think that like, I, and I don't know what a recent poll would show. But if you went out and you asked people if aliens existed, I guarantee it's like the number has significantly increased with the the findings that NASA has been able to pull up and, you know, with finding all of these planets that exist in the Goldilocks zone of other stars. And, like, there's no way in the billions and billions, you know, of other galaxies known galaxies that were all by ourselves so i guarantee that number has risen dramatically yeah i i would say at least like 50 to to 75 percent if they don't but i think they would believe that there is life on other planets but i don't know if necessarily they may agree that they're visiting here some are mm-hmm. a bit you know they're not quite on that part yet sure sure but i think everyone would agree like oh yeah there's way too much out there for there to be nothing but us like it yeah it'd be like a one feel, in quintillion chance that we're the only yeah. ones i'm special I feel like, okay you are special <laughs> you are special johnny don't let anybody tell you otherwise <laughs> um i feel like there's probably some primordial life that is existing right now on other planets in our solar system yeah, it could be. There could be, I don't know. It's, it's interesting because the way that, 
Like from what the some of the contactees say and how it works is they actually seed planets purposely with life to evolve on it and to mm-hmm. and it's and it's they almost look at themselves as like uh, gardeners like they they let them grow into a civilization and a culture and as they do their souls evolve as well through as they go through like hmm. their reincarnation cycle of going up through and mm-hmm. by the time they hit to this culmination which or this period of time they're ready to go to the next that next level up like from third to fourth density or dimension whatever you want to call it but either way they're ready right. to break free and and be you know aware of the fact that um there's a lot of other people out there on different worlds and not just that but beyond even just this physical dimension there's even more than that and that right you know it's all part of nature there's not it's not like anything mystical it's not anything crazy there is a bridge between it and science it's just we're not there yet, but that's kind of what they hint at is that there is much more than you think. It's, it's your, you, you think your world's as big. You have no idea how big it actually is. It's true. Um, Johnny, while you were restarting your computer and going through all that stuff, we talked about bringing up, um, the space force that Donald Trump has been oh, space force. talking about. Space Force, we got to bring them up. Oh my god! Is it? I mean, is this just a retitling of what apparently we already have in place in the United States? That's what I would say. I'd say it's just this is the home that all that technology that's been hidden is going to go to that they already have once this all kind of goes down. And the fact of him announcing this and with all the stuff that's surrounding it um, prior. Like all the testimonies mm-hmm. and everything, it's actually quite cool to see. Like it's it's showing you that you know this whole mad conspiracy theory that this all exists and everything that people are like, oh, that's crazy. It's like, well, it may be, but there are things that are progressively happening that are leading towards this actually being true. And sure, you know, the like I sent you the one link with um, them putting the dollar back on the gold standards. One, he's replacing four heads of the Federal Reserve soon. And then they introduces the space force, and then you see how the global politics are going on with the world. He's making peace with almost every nation that he can, or at least trying to build a, a better relationship with them with uh, what he has to work with. Yeah. So I feel like I feel, yeah, I feel like if a space force anything is is going to be taken or manifest itself, whatever, in the public knowledge that we would. It it definitely shouldn't just be a one country sort of thing. It should be a a worldwide initiative that we can all get behind. Because the the further we go in our history, the more advanced we are becoming, the closer we're going to be able to be, get to these other civilizations. So, do you think it we means would... something bad is happening, and that he's preparing that like the world space force is preparing? There's a speculation of that, that it is nothing to do with the hidden technology, but that it does actually more have to do with the fact that China, Russia, and the United States are going to be fighting for dominance of space, of over who has satellites where, who's going to the moon, who's not. There is there is talk about that, too, that that could be why, is that they're going to need to start uh, doing that, like contending for that area or space. Yeah, but isn't there already something out there that, there's like a, a law, and I'm not sure if it's just an American law or if it's just a known law, but that no, nothing outside of our planet can be claimed by a specific country. Right now, but I mean, that... That doesn't that stop could, you from shooting them. 
Yeah. I mean, I guess. You can see just because it's not yours doesn't mean you can't contend for it. Yeah, you can contend I for mean, it or have – like I think it's more like let's say United States is like we're going to put like 15 uh, satellites in, in up in space and these things are all – have weapons attached to them that could blow the fuck out of any other country at any given time on the planet. Mm, and if you're mm-hmm. Russia and China, are you going to let that happen? You're, you're probably not going to want that to go down. So you're sure. going to – you are probably going to – there's probably going to be some kind of contention or – some kind of uh, conflict yeah. that'll come out of that, but I don't. I actually don't think that's the case. I do think it is more so the the fact. I think it's more so that that's where the technology is going to be coming, if it does or when it does, when the disclosure kind of gets further along. Do you think Trump will take credit for it? Like I created the space force, and then we discovered this. No, even though it's they've had it for however long. I would say he'd probably he'd probably claim that he did, but. I think ine- inevitably, once it becomes a thing, there are going to be people who are like, oh, no, we've actually been around for a long-ass time, mm-hmm. like much longer than... Yeah. I think he'll claim his part in it, and I definitely think he'll take props for that, and he has served a significant... He's basically served as the meat shield of the punching bag for the good guys for the most part, because he's been, you know, people have been tearing after him, and he's not a perfect human being by any means. And he's just mm. been taking it and sticking with his plan and sticking with the things he said he was going to promise to do, whether you like him or hate him. He's trying to show that he, he means business. I think on the bigger scale, he'll actually be the one that's going to be like, you have no idea how many heroes behind the scenes have done so much for the country or for humanity that, you know, finally we can give them some props, the props that they deserve. If I had to guess, that's how uh, how it would go. I think that's what he would do or say. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think uh, I think Trump is a little too into himself to really give props to other people. Like that's just what, like the kind of person he seems like to me. Where other people aren't going to be get, get, getting the the benefit from or getting acknowledged by Trump, he's probably going to claim it all himself to make himself look better. I mean, maybe, but you look at how how. Um how much props and praise he gives the military and how much he does for veterans and stuff like that. I think that's where he is. He definitely shows a lot of, because he claims that he's a Patriot, right? So those men and women that served in the armed forces are the ultimate Patriots. Like they, Mm -hmm. they will do anything. And I think that's where he throws most of his props is towards people that put it all on the line and kind of, you know, do what he's kind of doing, which is putting it all on the line and going out there and, and just facing whatever comes your way. And I'm not saying he doesn't think that, but he also knows who he's his audience is. Too, yeah, he does. He's, yeah. he's, he's and he knows who his audience is, and he knows who the 100%. people who are gonna who are gonna likely vote for him again. So he's he's probably upping it a whole lot. Not to say that they don't deserve respect because they do, but he's he he's definitely already probably in campaign mode. I mean, shit, we're two years out, so. Yeah, and the primaries are in two months, and I think that's going to be a really yeah. crazy uh, time. Like, I think that's yeah. going to be – you're going to see a lot of dirt start flying, I think, come November. You haven't heard anything about the Democrats, like, putting together a plan. They've got, they're anything. all contending for who's going to run. Like, Joe Biden's saying he's going to do it. Hillary might do it. Bernie's saying he's going to do it. And none of them are unified. They're all a bunch of fucking... They're a write-off right now. They're an absolute mess. No, that's the issue. Is they just keep it, dividing the party. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Right. Well, it's all divided at this point. I mean, you have Republicans who 
can't stand Donald Trump, you know, because yeah. he's doing he's doing shit that, you know, they that they don't like and, you know, the Democrats and it's just like Johnny said, it's all divided right now. Mm-hmm. Y- you really can't get behind a party. Like there's no party mentality that should be considered anymore. It's you have to take into account every stance from every person and just weigh it out. I agree a hundred percent with you. I think that even just the fact of how, how everything is separated into parties and groups is one of the worst mm-hmm. things they ever did. Cause it's so divisive and it's created this tension that is currently existing between the left and the right right now. And it shouldn't be left and right. It should be like, well, where's all our problems coming from? Right. You can always root it back to money. So then that's where you go to fix it for everybody, like top to bottom. Yeah. Um, Jerry, what do you, how do you feel about all the, the intelligence coming out about Russia meddling with the past election and, Trump saying that it's it's not true, it never happened. Like, is there anything in in the conspiracy world that either supports or denies those claims? For what I've heard, in terms of the intelligence communities, is they do that to each other all the time. Like, there's always they're always kind of messing with each other to that point. But I have no idea. And as for like, if you're talking about the like current collusion, like the Steele dossier and all that stuff, um that that kind of started the Mueller probe that has been getting looked at very closely recently and there are videos on YouTube about it where Trey Gowdy is just grilling uh Rod Rosenstein um Peter Strzok which if you haven't seen that yet Peter Strzok looks absolutely possessed by a demon during that interview that dude is fucked and so creepy uh and it just it just looks more like shady democrat related Hillary Clinton shadiness, like the total cabal bullshit that that Mueller probe is. And I know that a lot of left wingers right now are just like probably flipping their, you know, freaking out because they're like, no, Trump did it. Trump did it. I'm like, just go look at this. Just go look. They've put out all the text. They put out everything and just look at it. And you can't tell me that this doesn't look real dirty or really biased or corrupt because it, it to me, it absolutely 100 percent without a doubt does. And I, I don't know if he colluded with Russia or not. I have no idea. I don't think he did. I think it's just another one of Hillary's excuses out of the fucking million that she put into her book. Whoa, 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 Johnny. Whoa. Calm down there, boy. Here's a sugar cube. Guys, it's July. We need to talk about our sponsor, Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled to get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. The book that we're going to talk about this month is A Polaroid Guy in a Snapchat World by David Spade. Narrated by David Spade. It's about six and a half hours long. This book, In this book, uh, David Spade reflects on his SNL days and also talks about his life now through a series of takes such as why it's getting harder to date younger women, the dad life, and being the battle-tested vet on set. Whether he's talking about the far-too-easy task of breaking up via iMessage or feeding the trolls and losing online, when David displays his humor and filthy mind on being middle-aged, he's in a league of his own. This audiobook was created with Audible in mind. It's pretty cool. They wrote it and they created it. Um, that And this was the end goal, to get on Audible. So, head over and find the new comedic memoir, which will take you along for the sometimes embarrassing and always hilarious ride of getting older in our fleeting Snapchat world. 
guys, that's the book. If you want to listen to that, great. If you want to listen to something else, hey, cool. Just head over to audibletrial.com jumbled. They got all the books. Like I've said before, numerous times, you guys know, they've got so many books, so you're going to find something you like. I guarantee it, and we guarantee that you are going to like the rest of this episode. So let's get back to it. Jared, do you know mm. why J-Rod hasn't contacted me? He flew above my house last night, waved to me. Is it because I threatened him? Because I got scared? Well, yeah, I don't think he's going to want... I don't know. Uh, he hasn't contacted me if it makes you feel any better either, so... Mm. Well, I don't yeah. blame him for not wanting to go back to America. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty It's pretty awful here. <laughs> Unless you're landing in, a, in the middle of a field somewhere where there's nobody else, then yeah, it's stay away, you know? Mm. Jerry, let's talk about the recent, like all these recent sightings um, with uh, UFOs and, and people flying on planes and, and getting some decent footage. Why do you think that there, like, is there an increase in frequency in these sightings? Or is it just now that where people are more aware or the information's getting out more? Or we just have the tools with cell phones to record them more frequently? I think it's a combination of everything but i also do believe it's picking up because i think that they want us to see them more so than ever and i actually think that they're doing work getting ready for kind of what may be coming so i thought about that too and because obviously if they have all this technology so the one like the one that you sent earlier this weekend and it was just weird stick thing kind of floating through the clouds at the same pace as an airplane so they would obviously know that there was an airplane there and they would obviously know that that airplane's full of people and they would know that we have cell phones and would likely be recording that stuff. So, and, and I get the idea of they, they want us to know that they're there, but aren't there more concrete and better ways? Like why, why this beat around the bush game? Cause the one thing I've kind of learned about how they operate is they operate in the most like passive and subtle manner. They're not, like they don't they, they take their time they don't rush things because they want things done they want people to basically ask them to come there's more or less they want people to want to meet them and they can prove that they're not hostile by showing themselves and then just not being hostile just being present or just being visible shortly and just sparking that curiosity and then leaving and then they're also communicating with world leaders and stuff like that to try to get us to that point where that can happen but it takes time because a lot of people just it, they're not ready for it they wouldn't like if they come came down and got out and even if they looked human and even if they were human even if it was a human craft that came people would just still be in shock at the fact that there's a ship like that that exists let alone the fact that there's you know billions of other species of people out there and there's also a good chance that we're related to them and that they're, you know, we share DNA with them. Hmm. I would still just like for them to just land somewhere and be like, yo, we're here. And then just disappear. <laughs> oh buddy. I yeah. I, I, I'm the same way, man. I wish it would just like, like a bandaid, just fucking pull it off. That's how I look at it, but that's not how they do it. And they're wiser than we are probably. So, and wouldn't you think they would have the ability themselves to broadcast 
a message technologically i mean to you we all have screens right yeah we're all walking around with screens in our pockets we're all tied into networks don't you think they would have the ability to some... tap into a network and manually override some shit and just broadcast a message some like yeah mars attack stuff there's a there's an old video you guys can look up if you want and it's uh where that happened in the uk and this individual who looked human look it was human looking who claimed he was uh, an extraterrestrial, did a message like that. And people, I don't know if it was a hoax or not. I saw it a little while ago, but it was, it was featured a few times I've seen it. And yeah, I think they could do that. But I think that, again, they, they'd rather it be where we come to that conclusion on our own and they don't force it upon us. Because mm-hmm. one of the things they'd mentioned is that every time they had to intervene between a people and its government, or people in their control structure is usually the control structure will try to paint the extraterrestrials as enemies. And when they intervene, mm. it, it can get very bad. Like it can, they don't, you know, it can get very messy and they don't want that at all. So they'd rather sure. just like go through our own natural process of getting there on our own, which it sucks because you have to rely on bureaucrats and politicians and, and, and people to really make sacrifices, but that's the way that they'd prefer to do it is us come to it on our own conclusion and wish to meet them mutually versus them imposing themselves on us. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's sort of like you said, some, I mean, you got to weigh out the cost versus the benefit, right? So like, Mm -hmm. I mean, for them, maybe it makes more sense for us to figure it out, but for us, we're never going to be able to figure it out. If we have a construction, control structure that is so dead set on not releasing this information to the public yeah they're working with like the speculation is that they are working with the world leaders though like they are and they have been working with the secret space program for a very very long time like since the beginning even though they knew they were evil and even though they knew what they were doing they still wanted to offer up their services because they said they knew at some point in time that that would be given to the people and they wanted to make sure that the people had more because like I said, that's their job is they're the gardeners. They, they, yeah. they're here to call, like when they were ready, they're here to be there to greet us and to, to be basically yeah. the middleman between us being introduced to the rest of the galaxy or the rest of reality. You could even say, and, and leave our little bubble behind. Yeah, I guess that that's right. It's sort of like whenever, so, I mean, it's sort of like how Johnny introduced me to you right so Mm -hmm. it's like you have you have people that have made contact themselves and have sort of uh, gained a knowledge of themselves and an understanding um and then you introduce to the other party right so yeah um so maybe maybe you're right maybe it is up to our leaders to decipher when that time is and uh and when that you know when it's a right the right time to and how to introduce yeah and they also have another way of doing it to help this come along like they don't just sit back uh, idly they do also do one other thing and that's where they incarnate as humans um okay and then they come in and they are in positions of power and they are just normal people and and they they're here to just basically like raise the I guess you could say raise the vibe or raise the atmosphere of people to a more positive place by just living in a way that promotes that. And then also by doing, being brave and standing up to the control system and, 
and taking that risk and, and, you know, being the Martin Luther Kings and being the Abraham Lincolns and being all those people, the John F. Kennedys, that's what they, that's what they come here to do to try to push us in that direction. Right. Yeah. Cause they've lived before they can understand, like to understand humans, you have to live as a human and they've done that. They understand every aspect of our life and everything. Cause they've been us like they've been humans multiple times. I wonder if there's like any, it's sort of like a men in black scenario now. Right. So it's like uh like the movie men in black, not the actual men in black, but um, which is a different thing we can get into if you want. But um, you know, they, they talked about in the movies where there's like, Oh, this person oh yeah they're a they're an alien they're you know they're just sort of living under under covers or whatever sort um, of but they're born into it they're born as a human like they grow up as a oh human. gotcha they're, so they're so they're not they don't i mean do they know that they they've already ascended right so they're aware of who they are and what they are or they're it depends on each situation um some of them would rem- choose to remain unknowing uh they don't want to know or they they just make the pact before they go in some of them ask to be abducted and then to have their memories given to them or or some of them will ask for uh you know guidance or this or that or like it's all different it's really what's needed for whatever the purpose is of that incarnation okay yeah jerry do you want to be abducted yes and no I, I do and I don't. I don't want to be abducted like J-Rod and like get that treatment. I'd rather just like, like if they came down and they stopped in front of me and they got out and, you know, they walked like halfway up and I'll walk halfway up and be like, hey, what's up? And then if they're like, hey, we if you're down, we'd like to show you some shit. I'd be like, yeah, as long as you guys don't do any weird shit. And stay it away stays from my good. Booty. Yeah, well, then I'll go. And, and I'd love to get to know you guys and everything, but don't. Don't fuck no weird shit. <laughs> weird Dude, is yeah. very subjective, though, you know? Hmm? Weird is very well, subjective, so... Stay the hell away from my ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's, uh, from what I've heard on, like, people who've recounted their, you know, what they've gone through with being abducted, Seems like a like a pretty hellish sort of scenario where you're paralyzed and you can't you can't move or anything, but you're still sort of experiencing it all, you know? Yeah, that's there's like so in Greer talks about this too, and there's a there's different abductions, right? Like the abductions like that are ones that are done by the secret space program for the mm-hmm. purpose of creating disinformation and fear of the extraterrestrials for that scenario that I'd mentioned before, if there's ever an invention. Mm-hmm. And also like when they say that they see extraterrestrials when they're up there, like the little gray aliens, or some of them talk about seeing mantis like beings, the little gray aliens can be grown and, and they're like little androids They're And then there's the sentient version of them, which is like they're taller and they're white and they have the same big bug eyes and then the mm. mantis beings are actual extraterrestrials that do participate in those and yeah they are they work with the the program to do this because i don't know why like it's not not all of them are good right not not all of them are on the side of good right yeah right um do you know much about um the men in black as far as i know it's just like a 
They're because cr- like you know i and i don't know much about it at all but i did see i, re- I recall seeing it online where there have been spottings of these dudes um who don't really look like people no yeah they don't apparently they're very big very pale they look like identical to each other and there's a lot of strange phenomenon around them and there's not a lot that's been cat like even though someone will say they witnessed it you can never find video of it but there is i think some there are a few clips you can find of them out there i don't know exactly what they are i just know you don't you wouldn't you wouldn't get very far if you tried to resist one like you you're not and i don't think they're human or people at all from what right I've yeah heard. they're they're marauding around as people but there's some obvious things like I'm looking at Google image results right now. And these could very well be doctored or, you know, remade or whatever, but it's a picture of these two dudes walking and it looks like they don't have ears. Mm -hmm. Like, like just really sort of strange or eyebrows eyebrows and their, their eyes look a little uneven. Mm -hmm. So there's definitely, they're definitely off a little bit. Yeah. Uh, what if Tommy Lee Jones was an actual Men in Black? Oh my God, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> I I feel like he's like the most advanced Man in Black, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he's like the one that got into Hollywood and actually made it to the public public eye. I don't know. Him and Will Smith are doing Inception to everybody. <laughs> That's what it is. Will, Will Smith might be uh might be an alien. His ears are a little weird looking. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> you never you never do know, man. Well, like there's um, people that have said that like the queens are reptilian and like weird shit like that too. And honestly, who the fuck really knows? When, if, you, when the, when, if she, hmm? Have you guys seen the weird video? And uh, I'm assuming it's fake, but I don't know, right? I don't know anything about anything about this stuff. Um, then it was like Meghan Markle and <laughs> we ta- I talked. I talked about this on the podcast. Yeah, where their faces just don't move. Yeah, so so that's sort of like another series of misinformation where people took a clip from like a well-known <laughs> British show. I think it was like Brit- Britain's Got Talent or something like that. And it was like a Madame Tussauds wax museum was, you know, opening up somewhere or something. And they had uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle in the audience, which they just would never be there. You know, like it would just never be a thing. But they're like, they're almost like androids. Like, I know what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Like, really sort of strange. And then, but they clipped they clip the portion of the show where it's just focused in on them. And she's like, got like, she's not blinking. She's got like a weird look on her face. Very robotic. Um, (laughs) but yeah, no, I've seen that. It's, uh, it's really funny how people sort of, but that's sort of like why you can't trust anything you see online anymore, which is unfortunate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, yeah, it is true. Uh, let's see, getting back to, uh, the notes that I have here and we talked about, um, uh, oh, just a second ago talked about sort of a corruption of media in general there. Do you think there's a corruption, a control of information and and whatnot? And so you see a lot of things like in tabloids, 
about UFOs, um, but they're tabloids, you know, and for some reason tabloids have been, they have this sort of stigma around them where it's like, oh, it's in a tabloid, you can't trust it. Like the yeah. National Enquirer or whatever? Right. I mean, one thing I've seen before is that if you take all these tabloids and all these media outlets and uh, you kind of um, follow them up the branch of who owns what, it kind of looks it looks like the majority of media is owned by six different individuals. And you can branch it down, and these tabloids may be owned by the same person that owns CNN, for example. So sure. it's almost all coming from the same source whether one even says it's not re- reputable or not, mm-hmm. it, it's only like basically six entities that exist that control the entirety of media, except, unless it's state-ran media, like in Canada, which is not a good <laughs> idea, by the way. That's how you get completely biased and bullshit news. And uh, okay. yeah, no, the media, in my opinion, is really corrupt and. I saw this thing come out the other day where this guy was saying um, he was uh, on 4chan and he was saying, you know, I'm a former Hollywood insider. Uh, You guys need to look into this club. Um, It was the one I think we were talking about earlier today on the group chat there, John. It was like SNCTM. And it's this like very high etiquette sex club. And he's basically saying that you know, a lot of journalists, broadcasters, like people in media, Hollywood, uh, politics, everything all go to this place and it fronts for some darker things that go on, like some darker um, sexual endeavors that are not uh, 99% of the world would not do. So hmm. they use that, and if they're all doing that together, it's kind of like you're not going to rat. No one's going to turn on you because if they all they'd have to do is release that information, and you'd be you'd be done. Like that'd be it. So they they have also, a tight hold on these people. Like you can't join the club unless you do it, pretty much. So is it sort <laughs> so is is it sort of like I like an eyes wide shut scenario? Is that what you're sort of talking about right now? Yeah, I'm saying that these people are participate in very dark practices, and that those dark acts of practices are what keep them locked into secrecy. Because if they ever uh. if they ever try to deviate or, or rat anyone out or anything like that, they'll their lives will be ruined in every way. Like they'll be ruined financially. They'll be ruined um, through reputation, and they will probably be killed. And their families will probably be killed. There'll be the, an example will be made of them, and that's why the like, especially that's why you see like Hollywood and media right now just screaming their heads off in the most fanatical ways about certain things because they know like if this all comes down, they're gonna get exposed really, really badly, and they don't wow. want it. So like you're seeing people like Robert De Niro at the the award show say he wishes he could punch Trump in the face. Well, it's because he doesn't want to get caught for what he's been doing for the last few decades, like all the dirty things he's done. Hmm. Or possibly done, I should say. Sure. Uh, yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> like this dude said that, and I hate to say this because it, it broke my heart when I read it, and if it if it's true anyways. He said that the sickest person he ever saw in those clubs was actually Morgan Freeman. Really, I do. I I could see a case that Morgan Freeman's an alien because he's been old my entire life. <laughs> That's true. He has not but changed. 
I don't think he's but an you, alien. I think he's just probably has a very sadistic side to him that he doesn't show anybody. He'll still even he'll still be the greatest narrator ever, but yeah. And well, and you know the old stories. the old saying, and I think it's uh, I think it's hundred percent known at this point that uh, black don't crack, <laughs> and we all know that. Because black people age so gracefully, whereas you see like a like a white person just sort of like <laughs> just sort of progress like generally just get shittier over yeah. time, slowly dry and, out. Right, <laughs> exactly. We all we all crumple up and our backs turn into seas, like we just turn into the shape of a sea. Mm. Yeah, look awful. And then there's Asians. They like they they look twenty for fifty years, and then they wake up the next day and they're ninety. Like it's just like it's, it's true. It's like quick. They, I they, wonder they, if someone they, studied that. Like what? There's got to be some kind of genetic or environmental factor. Well, I think that it's probably the amount of melanin, right? For for black people, why they why they they stay so youthful looking. Mm. We just don't uh, us white people just don't have that amount of melanin. But for Asian people, I don't know why that happens. That's got to be like a diet thing or something. Or I'm sure it's a lot gene- of contributing factors. But sure, or maybe I mean maybe one, maybe a group of people on Earth is already uh, more you know, advanced. Gain gain the benefit of uh, some uh, alien technology. Morgan Freeman could be a succubus. You know. It's it's true. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. what when have you seen Morgan Freeman young? Back in I think it was like six sixteen fifty. Yeah, exactly. You... <laughs> it's even in like Shawshank Redemption, he uh, he, he looks the old. exact same, and yeah. that was like twenty something. Was like almost that's a really old movie. Like if you if you dyed Morgan Freeman's hair black, he would look like he just stepped off set from Shawshank Redemption for sure. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or like Driving Miss Daisy. Like, oh, you, so you just filmed like two months ago? You just wrapped two months ago on Driving Miss Daisy, right, Morgan? You know, I you know what movies I do really like. Speaking of Morgan Freeman and old old people, um, Red. Yeah, I like that movie too. It's a good movie. I don't know that I've seen that movie. What? It's it's Morgan Freeman, Bruce Willis. Um, what's what's his face? Um, when was this released? There's two of them. There was yeah. one. It was probably like 2010, and then there's another one in 2014 or 15 or something. Um, yeah. they're basically retired um, assassins or spies, and then huh? they they get reactivated. It's pretty funny. Bruce Willis is awesome in it. So is Morgan Freeman, but. Yeah, I yeah. definitely have not seen this movie. I'll have to watch it. Highly the, recommend it. One hundred percent, you have to watch. Yeah, it's pretty good. And like the red, the name is an acronym. It means retired, extremely dangerous. Yeah. So, okay. Just it's, old it's people like a, kicking the shit out of out of everyone. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's like an action comedy. I like that Bruce Willis is now crossed over. You know, at one point he was just like, oh, yeah, I'm doing action movies. And now he's like, oh, yeah, I'm the retired guy. You know, <laughs> he's sort of transitioned. There is a point in every Hollywood career where they're like, I can't I can't play 35 anymore. You know, I got to play. I got to play up now. I can't yeah. play down. Mm-hmm. So I saw an article and I didn't read it because I didn't want to accept that it was true or not. So if you guys read it. But apparently Bruce Willis made a statement that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. And I will refuse to accept that because it is a Christmas movie, whether he likes it or not. 
No, it's 100% a Christmas movie because it happens on Christmas Eve. Exactly. Let's see here. Die Hard. Um, mm, Bruce Willis. I'm looking it up right now because I cannot uh, I cannot accept that, just like you said. Uh, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Jared, what's your take on it? Do, do you think yes or no? I'd say it's an anti-Christmas movie, to be honest. It's like made for those people that are so sick of the the Christmas movies that get pumped out every year and they're like, I just want something that is better. And that's what Die Hard is. Hmm. Well, there's, there are definitely some search results here, Johnny. Um, his quote is, mm, hold on. I'm trying to find the actual quote where he said it or what he said. I think it's in a video. God, I don't know. I'll have to I'll have to look through this article. But the article or the title says uh, he settled for sure whether it is or is not a Christmas movie. So I will let you know what I come up with here shortly. Unbelievable. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how I'm gonna take this. Um, so Jared, just in wrapping up because we uh, we were talking in the group chat. And you were making some predictions in the next five years. So do you feel comfortable going on record, jumbled podcast, to say, here are some revelations, disclosure, um, activities, or you know, coming outs that will happen in the next five years so that you can come back and be like, I told you so? I mean, I'll, I won't put a timeline to it, but I can kind of paint how it might like I can kind of paint what the general plan is for disclosure, like what, what avenue they're going to go down and why and and where that's going to lead us from there. But the timeline, it, it ultimately depends on the people. Like there is no like November 22nd of 2022 is when – there's nothing like that. It's literally when the people are ready, that's when it takes that next step. Well, I definitely think that if you're if we're going to see anything happen – it's probably it's probably going to happen within the uh, the bounds of a Trump presidency. Hundred percent, yeah. And that's because... why my guess is the next five years you're going to see something significant. Where I don't know to what degree, but it could it could vary in degrees. But I think in the next five years it'll be very uh, very significant information will come out from very reliable sources that ever no one's going to doubt. And some crazy, crazy shit is going to come out that it's going to rock the entire world. Uh, I do believe that that is going to come out in the next five years. Do you want to like throw out some bullet points on what those those things might be? Well, yeah, I don't mind doing it, but we talked about this before, and you didn't want me to go near one of those topics. <laughs> so, <Okay. laughs> yeah, and I'm yeah. just respecting that. That's fair. I appreciate that. Uh, yes. Yeah. So you so at some point you think there will be alien disclosure and that there'll be the technology breakthrough. Do you think that there will ever be a, a moment where we will have access to to that limit limitless uh, energy source, um, or, or is that something that's going to be you know forever you know just out of out of reach? It depends on who wins. Like if if the if the covert war that's going on right now is won by the good guys in our lifetime, 
we will see, you know, kind of the stuff we were talking about before that you can't even imagine really what it would be like to live with. Um, The whole world would change in every way, I think. Uh, And to be honest, I think aliens or extraterrestrials, whatever you want to call them, would be the last thing that you would actually meet or see in 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 this series of disclosure. They would be the absolute last piece of that puzzle. Uh, they, they, I don't think we'd meet them until more shit was figured out, um, mm-hmm. leading up to that. Cause I, I think the way they look at it is like, you got to take care of your own shit first and be stable before we can start working together. And I think right. that's a wise place to be. So I think it's going to come out with like, first they're going to expose the corruption, then they're going to expose mm-hmm. the scale that it's on. And then they're going to expose the details of the corruption that like the really bad, bad shit that is going to make people you know it's worse than anyone could imagine in terms of it, it just it is it's it's as bad as you can get it's as most as evil sick cruel psychotic as you can imagine like i'll just say that that's how bad these people are and the things that they do and and then you're going to learn why they do them and the the religion that they follow and the things that they practice secretly and then it's going to expand from there to learning about hidden technologies and what they've had for decades and how like pretty much the whole society is like this matrix control matrix control structure that is all bound by uh, money and controlling people with debt and and making them sick and and consuming their lives with jobs that keep them too busy and too tired to really do anything about it or to come to the realization of what's going on and how they've fed us distraction after distraction to keep us totally head down and, and not looking around or looking up. And then, it, and then I think it'll start getting a lot better. Then it, it, people will start being cured of what's going on. They'll start being edu- re-educated again. Like they'll have to re-educate almost every single human on the planet. It like for the most part on a lot mm-hmm. of things from science all the way to history to philosophy, like our human history would have to be completely rewritten. Um, and then, yeah, then we can start moving forward as one people and, and start without being fucked with and without being controlled and without psychopaths basically running our society. Do you think it's more likely that there would be like a slower, uh, release of this information and then once, or like, instead of just like coming out, like, out in the open and being like, Hey, this is what's going on. They're going to do something like, Oh, we discovered this thing. We, and they just covered it up as something that people have innovated with. And then at the end they're like, Oh, by the way, this is a thing since we've pretty much released everything under the guise of it being a human thing that we have discovered. It's actually not. Do you, do you think it would be something more along those lines or do you think they'd be, it really depends on how the people respond to the information. And I think it also depends yeah. on how much people educate themselves to push for, like if they start going to some partial disclosure route, mm-hmm. I mean, I'd hope that the people at that point in time, like obviously in the future would be like, you know, fuck that. We want to know the truth. And that's not the truth. Like I'd hope that they would right. be, you know, and, and I really do think that, as this goes forward and more stuff gets exposed, you're going to see more and more insiders come out that are going to start saying, you're going to start hearing the same story from the, from multiple people, but different perspectives of that story. 
and it's going to really show how much is really being hidden and people won't be fooled anymore. And, and how this is all going to start, I really think, is actually with the arrests of um, probably a lot of the ex-FBI. Uh, like, I think it's going to start with basically Clinton's little cartel getting arrested, mm-hmm. and they're going to link to everything pretty much. They're going to link to the banking families, to the, you know, the cabal, Illuminati, whatever you want to call them. Like they're, they are, the, the, you know, the deep state, the CIA, like they're going to link to all of those things, to the, the human trafficking rings and the sex trafficking rings, to the high ends of gangsters and mobsters that have been working with politicians for decades. Like that's been, that, that relationship has existed for so long that it, to, to say that it doesn't exist or that would never happen is insane. Like it's been going on since the 40s and 30s that mobsters and politicians have been shoulder to shoulder with each other. So I think that's kind of the that'll be the the icebreaker to going in deeper. Okay. Um, Johnny, do you have anything else you want to bring up? I don't have anything else, but I was thinking about our next uh, next conspiracy episode, um, and I was just trying to figure out how it would work because I would love to do some video breakdowns um, with the three of us. Um, okay. So if we and, and obviously it's tough because we're an audio show, but we could play a video and then discuss it after. I think that'd be pretty cool because I know some okay. of the stuff that Jared sent me has been pretty creepy. Um, and we could I think it'd be cool to organize ar- around that a little bit. Um, and then in my brainstorm, I was like, well, we should do like because we talked about doing stuff on YouTube and that would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. We could do some breakdowns, but that Absolutely. becomes considerable um, amount more work. But we can figure that out. Um, absolutely but but yeah i know this this was a it's fun as always chair um educational um definitely things to think of um i'm always feeling a little bit creeped out after these conversations which that to me means (laughs) it's been a good show you know yeah absolutely (laughs) sorry for creeping anybody out it's really not my intention Um, Jared, do you think there's, uh, I mean, there's probably a bunch we don't know, but do you think there's, uh, there's more that we could discuss on this topic or should we move on to other conspiracy theories? Man, we could go into this so much deeper. There's, it doesn't end, man. It keeps going like it, it, cause we're talking about stuff like, remember in the last, um, episode I was explaining how it's like a four or five dimensional chessboard. Sure. Like you could, we could start talking about the secret space program and and some of the things that they've done and and the technologies and relationships they've had and where they have bases and what kind of uh, like how they do things and how they keep things secret and okay. and some of that we could bring up some of the testimony and yeah, there's a lot of different things we could do with that and then we could take that even one step further and start getting into maybe more like the esoteric part of it, the the stuff where. You know how basically everybody, your physical body is just a vessel, and then there's your soul, and and mm-hmm. that's what all these extraterrestrials are, and that's why they get along so well, is because they understand this fact very deeply. Like they, when they meet each other, and they're very different species, or whatever, they realize it's just he's a soul in a body, I'm a soul in the body. We chose our different worlds or different paths because there's, you know, we have families that we were raised with, and that's who we stick with, and yeah, right. So there's lots, there's lots of ways okay. you can go with this and lots of different information that's out there. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll just leave it up to uh, you, the listeners, 
Um, do you want to hear more of the, uh, you know, the alien talk? Do you want us to talk about something else? Different conspiracy theories. There's so much stuff we could, we could, so many different conspiracy theories and things we could cover, and they're all sort of could be tied together depending on, on well, what the conspiracy theory is. I was but. gonna say that's that's been something that I've definitely learned um, talking to Jer about programming or an agenda, um, and that everything is so intertwined. So it's really hard. I think when I first started thinking about conspiracy ser- series. Um, it was like, let's talk about this event or this event and this event, Mm -hmm. but there's so much more to it that Jerry educated me on about, well, you can talk about that, but it's not going to make sense unless you really address the root of, of the source, I guess. Right. Um, so I, I think it'd be neat to dig deeper. Um, and absolutely I would leave it up to the listeners. I would say on some level they've spoken because we, like you said, we get quite a few hits on these episodes. I think it's a, a pretty hot topic and it's, um, you know, as if, if we follow Jer's light pre- prediction that people will continue to be more and more, um, intrigued by it. And that that's how we actually push disclosure, um, further along. So we can all do our part to get that free sweet energy, baby. <laughs> that's what I'm waiting on, dude. I looked at my bill the other day. I was like, no way. <laughs> this is, stu- this is stupid, man. No hot water. No, no TVs. <laughs> Turn it all off. I'm. You know what? Actually, I'm flipping the lights off after this, and I'm becoming Amish. So this is the last that you're gonna hear from uh, from me f- for this podcast. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, wouldn't do that. But um, yeah, we'll leave it off here. Uh, wanted to say real quick, um, Johnny, and we haven't discussed this yet, but I've been looking into potentially switching. Uh, the podcast over to Libsyn because they have a uh, Spotify plugin that you can Ooh, like get Spotify. listed in Spotify. So we very well soon may be into in in Spotify. That's something we're looking into. So if you like listening there, or you know, know friends that listen to their podcasts on Spotify, be on the lookout. That could be happening soon. Um, but we're gonna wrap it up there, uh, guys. We appreciate it so much. Thank you for listening to this episode. Um, we're on all social media. Just search for jumbled podcast. Uh, if you want to send us an email, jumbledpodcast@gmail.com or johnny.jumbled@gmail.com. <laughs> johnny.jumbled@gmail.com. Yeah. Um, and if you uh, you want to listen to us somewhere, obviously you're listening right now, so uh, you found us. But we are on uh, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, uh, Stitcher. We're on Player.fm, and of course we're on iTunes. Uh, wherever you're listening, head over to iTunes and give us a rating and review. It helps out a lot. Um, and thanks to Audible for sponsoring this episode. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled for your free stuff. And if you want to be a patron, head over to patreon.com slash jumbled and give to that $500 tier so Johnny and I can have an excuse to dress and drag just like we always want to do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Johnny gonna needs do a it. new mic. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get Johnny that new mic, guys. All right. Uh, That's it, guys. We'll see you guys next week for another episode of Jumbled, your favorite podcast. About Space Force? (laughs) For real. Would you guys join Space Force? I probably would. Sign me up. I'm going to be, what's what's the name of the the military dude in uh, Futurama? Oh, the the captain guy? The big brawny guy? Yeah. I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name either. I'm going to be the next one of that. 
but it's the <laughs> we'll beginning of Starfleet, man. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, see ya. Bye. Thanks, Jer. No problem, buddy. Ooh, a Yeti microphone on sale in Calgary for $80. Sounds like you just got a new mic. I'll come okay. down the next time we do this, John, and we can just share mine. We'll make a weekend out of it. There you go. You guys can, like, press your cheeks up against each other. Oh, or we'll, press, we'll press more than just our cheeks <laughs> up. <laughs> You're going to dock? You're going to do some docking? <laughs> All right. It is possible with the appendages we have. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this isn't going in the podcast. Is it?